Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. You're listening to Super Action Bros, a podcast talking about movies that have explosions and car chases and, and men and robot with, arms. Yeah, dang it, you stole it! Shields from me. made out of vibranium. <laughs> Great, and and not one, not two, but three. Count them: three helicarriers. Woo. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan, and I'm Ian. Uh, this is the uh, most current episode of Super Action Bros, and or as we've been calling it, SAB MCU, where the Super Action Bros go through all the existing current Marvel uh, universe movies. And I say current because this will be dated very. This is already dated, but it will be continue to be dated as they continue to release movies. That's true. This is this is the ninth one. I feel like maybe we haven't really discussed this, but I feel like maybe what we should do is when those movies come out, yeah, we have to see them and then have to just keep throwing I mean, in SAB MCU episodes every so often. We already saw Guardians too. We did, and, so and by the time this track. is all done, we can see Spider Man. But yeah. then Thor Thor Ragnarok's the oh, one outside. Man, I can't wait for that one. Anyway, uh, this time we watched uh, what I would argue is. The character with the best set of sequels uh, yeah. in the MCU. Uh, we watched Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk. First of all, let's talk about how you can reach out to our show if you uh, maybe have a differing opinion on this or any other movies we've watched, whether they be MCU or otherwise. Or if you want to recommend some movies for us to watch once we're done with all the Marvel stuff, uh, you can do that. So the easiest way to do that is to visit our website. Go to stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Click on the Super Action Bros artwork, and you'll be taken to a page where you can listen to the show right there. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media. We have uh, I, uh, let's see iTunes. God, that's not social media. Well, you can find us on iTunes. If you want to try to use Ping, good luck. Um, <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. Um, uh, or if you have Apple Music, what is that contact thing? It doesn't matter. Anyway, no. this is not an Apple Stop. podcast. Um, but you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and also Letterboxd. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us individually on Twitter. For me, Ian, you can uh, find me at, at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter. Also, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also email us. There's a contact us button. Click on that. Fill out the form select our show and shoot us an email so all that stuff and things network.com so ryan captain america the winter soldier oh man this is ryan you may have noticed yesterday that yeah. i was wearing a captain america shirt which i have not worn in a long long time because Were you? yeah because of i felt kind of i don't want to get sociopolitical but based on my views i felt a little guilty wearing a shirt that has america on it but oh. yesterday but after hey, watching i still like america i just i still like it. i still like yeah i do too and that's what i realized i'm like yeah, I just like the Captain yeah, America. Yeah, no, earlier this week I wore American flag socks for Flag Day. So, uh, and the Captain America shirt. I was shirt. wondering why you were wearing those flag socks. It was Flag Day. Flag day. It was like June Ryan's 14th. America today? It's also the anniversary of the Bear Flag Revolt in California. So. Ah, there you go. Um, so, uh, yeah, but why? it's because I had recently watched Captain America the Winter Soldier and I felt very inspired by Captain America. Speaking of inspired, <laughs> this, is, this is the Captain America movie I think that is the most besides the first Captain America movie, this is the one that you can most directly point to movies that inspired this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, to, I've, I've talked about it a couple of times that the Marvel, the Marvel movies really work the best when they don't try to be superhero movies, but try to make movies Yeah, like try to make an action movie in a classic action style. Uh, so for instance, Captain America, the first Avenger is that sort of Indiana Jones swashbuckling. And it's also kind of a little bit of a world war two situation happening mm-hmm. as these movies go on, they get more and more uh, less just a superhero films, but kind of a genre. Superhero yeah. They, film. they choose a genre and, and it works better. I mean, even right. Iron Man three is that Shane black sort of like mm-hmm. comedy action thing. And it, and it, and it works better than just, trying to do an Iron Man movie like Iron Man 2. Right. Um, and this one is really, this one is really a 70s political thriller yeah. with some with some Captain America paint on and it. And also some Tom Clancy paint on no, it. No, no, I mean like that's, Tom Clancy, that's the same thing. This okay. is, I mean, this is a clear present danger. This is a Patriot Games. Yeah. You know, this is a Four Days of the Condor or whatever the name of that movie is. Uh, <laughs> okay. What is, the, what is the name of that movie? What movie? The Condor. I'll look it up. Not Condor Man. Um, <laughs> no. But but this is this is one of those like socio political action thrillers. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of in the '90s you had them. Then they starred and they starred Harrison Ford. And the thing is, like, here's the thing: 
Uh, well, it's been about a year, but I won't bring it up again. I won't bring it up. We watched three days John of the Wayne Condor. Movies. That's the movie. Watch all those John Wayne movies last year because my grandma passed away. But this this is relevant to that. I really wanted to get because I guess he saw Iron Man, but he I really wanted to get him into the Captain America movies because I felt like he would love both of. Well, at the time, the only two that were out, which was Captain America: The First yeah. Avenger and this one, because I'm like my grandpa loves World War Two. Uh huh. He loved World War Two, and he also like loved those like Tom Clancy. Yeah, the Jack Ryan, books, the Jack Ryan stuff. He loved that stuff, and I'm like this and and, and, and number three. Three, this has Robert Redford in it. It does. Like, well, and, and if that's Robert not Redford's a stamp of quality for Marvel movies, yeah. I don't know what is. Oh man, Oscar Award winner Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah, actor's actor, king of the yeah whatever. Yeah, Robert Redford, um, the horse whisperer himself. This is also uh, the, that's a, a weird poll. <laughs> another thing, I, he is the horse whisperer. He is. Uh, isn't Scarlett Johansson in that movie too? I maybe. I think she might be. I don't know. Uh, but also the. Captain America movies specifically, at least the last one and this one, are really dad movies. Yeah, they are. And it's sort of the perfect week for that. Yeah, it uh, actually with is. With Father's Day just <laughs> happening. Uh, but I mean, they are they are like classic dad movies. This was the movie that I was like, Dad, you need to see this movie because this will show you that the Marvel movies are worth a darn. And he's like, whew, I saw that. I saw that Winter Soldier Captain America movie. Man, that was good. <laughs> see? <laughs> see, my dad loves the Marvel. I, I kind of agree because my dad likes the Marvel movies. He's... My dad is the one outspoken guy who's like, I really like those DC movies. I'm like, no, dad. Yeah, you're Wonder dad, Woman's man. okay. But no, yeah, I don't I think I think he just likes I don't think he cares about the character nuance. He's all, I like, just it, likes I like it when big, it's really dark. He, I, I think he likes that. And I think he likes the big grand big oh, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing I will give DC of Marvel. Yeah, they, they do that mythic character yeah, mythic the, godlike characters. Yeah. Um but he does like the Marvel movies, and I've told him I'm like, check out, check out he he loves he's watched them all. He's watched them all. The only one he hadn't seen is Ant Man, and I pushed him and he's like, I really liked Ant Man. I'm like, yeah. Yes, you did. Well, because we'll but, but but I told him I said like Captain America, like the Winter Soldier. This is before Civil War and all that. I was like, Captain America Winter Soldier is awesome and worth it. And it's it's like it proves that a comic book movie. This was the first one in my mind that proved that a comic book movie doesn't have to be a superhero movie yeah. or an action movie necessarily. It can have another sort of element. This is the first one where it really starts coming out that your theory of like they're not just superhero movies anymore they're they're actually starting to become different types of movies yeah, they're with taking different action genres and fitting superheroes into them exactly uh so let's talk about the writer director sure uh, and the cast of this movie yeah uh the directors of this movie this was their first venture into the marvel universe uh but this it was a very successful one and they've they've gone on and they're making and continuing to make more marvel movies they are now like the torch bearers i would say after joss whedon yeah, of, the, of marvel the marvel cinematic, cinematic universe. universe uh but it's anthony russo and joe russo known colloquially as the russo brothers mm-hmm. and they got the job as the director of the movie on the strength of two episodes of community <laughs> really the two paintball episodes of community that they directed the that was why they chose them for this movie. Really? Yeah. Like the like Kevin Feige Feige has straight up said like yeah those two episodes of community I was like we need to get the guys who made those. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, and it, and it's interesting because I've been thinking about uh, I because that's the thing that I think about. I think about the the directors that they pick for for movies mm-hmm. uh, a lot. And I've been thinking about the, sort of the trend over the series of the Marvel movies. And it's since in Phase Two. Almost all the directors are former TV directors. Yeah, it's true. Well, I think it's because we're we're in the golden age of television, right? We well, still yeah, are. but but not just that, but but because um, they also uh, it, like it makes sense. Like um, Thor two was directed by a guy who does Game of Thrones. Um, Shane Black has done a lot of work in film, but also a lot of work in TV. Uh, but it it makes sense because a TV episode, even if you're directing a TV episode, it's not a standalone. Mm-hmm. things have to tie in. You have to make sure to hit certain beats at certain moments. Certain things have to happen because they're going to tie into stuff that happens later. And at this point in phase two of the Marvel universe, everything is super intertwined. Nothing happens in a vacuum. Everything that happens in this movie has repercussions in later movies. Things that have happened previously come to fruition in this movie. Uh, and so it it's really interesting that they started to look more towards TV directors. I mean, even Joss Whedon is a TV director. Um, but they really started looking more towards TV directors to doing these movies, and they've been largely successful. Like, you can't argue, like, oh, they made a bad choice getting guys who made TV shows because these movies are good. Uh, and and I think at this point when this movie came out, it was probably I was like, this is the best Marvel movie that has happened so far. Uh, I remember walking out of the theaters and thinking that. I remember thinking that. I remember thinking like this is maybe not the most like fantastical one, yeah. but it was like the most like 
you could sell tell tell somebody these are good movies like and here's why yeah. like like if they go oh they would try to write it off like oh it's a superhero movie I'm like no 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 watch this one and tell me that's just a superhero movie because it's very clearly not yes there mm-hmm. are superheroic elements there's a dude jumping through windows and a guy with a metal arm but guy with wings yeah <laughs> it, it, if I could say this other than Iron Man I think this is the most reality yeah, grounded it's the least fantastical yeah, <laughs> of them all uh, but so we got writers the writers of this movie are Christopher Marcus and Steve. Stephen McFeely, who also wrote Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, they also wrote the three existing um, Chronicles of Narnia movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they also wrote the life and death of Peter Sellers okay. uh, and Thor, the dark world. All right. So and pain and gain. So that's, and, so hold on. They wrote Thor, the dark world. Yeah. So that tells me then the problem with Thor, the dark world maybe wasn't was necessarily less, writing. less writer fault yeah. because this movie is really good either that or they or two thing or it is the writer fault because they didn't care about thor all they cared about yeah. was captain america could be um and so that leaves us the cast uh, a lot of the cast isn't new uh you know chris evans is captain america samuel mm-hmm. jackson is nick fury samuel jackson does things in this movie he does he do, he's not just like they give him an ac- an action sequence. They sure do. Uh, which which is something that I've I've enjoyed as they slowly sort of turn these background characters into foreground characters. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in this movie. Yeah, this is this is this is the closest we've gotten to a Black Widow movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because she is basically and, right alongside Steve the entire time. And this is also the first time post Avengers where anybody had worked with worked together. Yeah, like. Iron Man 3, it's just Iron Man the whole time. Yeah. Thor 2, it's just Thor the whole time. Right. This one, it's Captain America and the Black Widow, Widow. Which, yeah. th- which was really interesting. I guess Iron Man 2, Black Widow is in yeah, that, but that didn't for really, a that moment. That didn't really count because the Avengers, had, this is the first post-Avengers This is the one where she's, a, yeah. Uh, so we got Robert Redford. He plays... Alexander Pierce? Yes. I don't know if he's like an actual guy in the Marvel nah, Universe. I... Or just like a... But it doesn't matter. He is great. Like, I mean, he doesn't. You, he could so easily Robert Redford could Robert, could, uh, phone Robert Redford could phone it in. He yeah. didn't. He actually played it straight, even at the point where spoiler alert: when he dies, he says "Hail Hydra," and you're like, Oscar award winner no, Robert, Robert Redford, Redford. Come on, man. Hey, saying hey, if you had told me as a kid that man with the orange hair there, the redheaded man up there, Robert Redford, one day would be in a movie with Captain America, I'd be like, No, come on, no. No Sundance, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised because previously we had Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, but Tommy Lee Jones has Tommy done some goofier in stuff. In Black. He's done some goofier stuff. This is Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a different class. That's nothing, true. nothing wrong with Tommy Lee Jones. He's a fantastic actor. But I'm just saying, Rob, Robert Redford's never done Men in Black, so that's, that's he true. doesn't seem like he's the guy. Who's this like, is I, I will I, do some uh, silly movies. Is this Robert Redford's first genre film? Uh, in, in the sense that a genre film is a science fiction or a fantasy or, or a comic maybe? book. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, like, if you think of all the, you know, all the President's Men, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, The Sting, like, I don't. I, I, I mean, think those since, are different types I think of Since genres. then, he's done more genre films. I, I mean, he, he was whispered in, to horses. Uh, he was in Pete's Dragon recently. That's Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. It was actually, I think he's opened up his career a little bit more and been like, all right, let's, I'll take some different stuff. He now. voiced a horse in Charlotte's Web in all 2006. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that was a joke based on the horse whisperer. <laughs> um, okay, who else is in this? We have uh, Sebastian Stan yes, returning as Bucky again. Barnes we slash need, the uh, Winter Soldier. So in our Marvel area here, I'm just going to throw this out there now. We need to talk about that ki- the character of the yeah. Winter Soldier. Let's, let's get through the cast and let's talk about it. Uh, and then we have, uh, and we can Mackie. also mention Falcon too. Anthony yeah, Mackie. Anthony Mackie is Falcon. Uh, man, he's, I love he him. He does a really movie. good job. No, I like, like he is, he is the heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. He is the only one in this movie who like tries at all to have a relationship with other people. Yeah. And I feel like the, the very beginning of this movie where he and Captain America, like have a moment together. Yeah. Like really sets the tone for the rest of the movie right. of like, Hey, like crazy stuff is happening. You're a superhero from the past who was frozen, but you could still have friends. Yeah. Like friends are still an option. And I, and I feel like, in later in the movie when Captain America uh, is is inter- he and Black Widow are like on the run where he like if we hadn't had that that moment with Anthony Mackie earlier in the movie right then we wouldn't be able to have the moment between the two of them right like because Captain America has kind of gotten to the point where he's like yeah you know well and they're uh, both we can, we can talk and, and be th- people the thing that like Captain America here's the thing the thing about Captain America at least as we know him in the MCU is this he fought in a war died in a war woke up 
and had to start fighting in a war again. Yeah. So all this guy is known as war. And you come with this other guy who is also... Who's been, also and he's a been, vet. Yeah, and he's he works vet. for the VA. And he, it's kind of almost like, you know, how do I go on? There is that element of uh, almost like maybe maybe similar to Tony Stark in the how do I go on living after this, but different yeah. because Cap's like, all I've known is war. Yep. For like the, for, and I've been asleep for, and I wake up in a world that's totally different. The first thing they do is throw me in, in another combat area yeah. um, where I'm significantly outmatched by everything because I'm just a guy who can, who's strong with a shield. Yeah. Um, but you have a guy who's like, you know, I've been, been in a uh, similar situation. I've been in a war. You can get past this. He's like, it, I love, I love him. He's like, it's the bed, right? It's yeah. too soft. Yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I, exactly. And he's like, yeah, I get you. I get we, you. You're not the only one. You're not alone. Yeah. It's, it's easy to feel alone. It's almost when you're, like a coming home from, from the, from the war. How you go back to civilian life yeah. type thing. That's the relationship between them. And how do I move on mm-hmm. after all this different stuff? Yeah, and I think Anthony Mackie is perfect for it. Um, Colby Smulders back again as Maria Hill very shortly, yep. but she's in there. Yeah, Frank Grillo. Okay, he he's he actually spoiler alert comes back in. I the no next no kidding. Movie. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> you uh, didn't see Civil War yet. I I know, but but that guy's that character is Crossbones. <laughs> yeah, that's Crossbones. I I know I know enough about the Marvel universe, man. Uh, yeah, Brock Rumlow. Uh, so we have Maximiliano, Maximiliano Hernandez. Or Jasper Sitt. Well, he was yeah. actually played really big role in Agents of Shield. Too. Yeah, he's huge in Agents of Shield. It like. Yeah. This I had not watched any of Agents of Shield when I first saw this movie. Since I've watched most of it, actually, by the way, the four, the newest uh, season the newest is on Netflix. On Netflix so I'm gonna, I heard it's good. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta take a plane trip here in a little bit, and I'm go. gonna have some things I need to watch. So I'm just gonna be like, all it's right, not that long. Download it. Uh, but but <laughs> I can so, watch one or two. But That's uh, enough to get started. In my experience, you can't download Marvel stuff for Netflix. Really? Yeah, I had I tried before and I couldn't. Oh, all right, maybe different for TV shows. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I downloaded the Blame anime. Oh, um, but uh, so he's Sitwell. He's a uh, he's a high up Shield guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in. He's a ton in the show, mm-hmm. uh, and and he's really the link for people who are fans of the show to see yeah. him and be like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, because nobody else from the show really shows. Well, up I remember I was watching Agents of Shield. It's funny that we talk about that because Agents yeah. of Shield came out like post Avengers. Yep. Um, this kind of this is the period where Agents of Shield started up. And I remember watching the show and being like, it's pretty good. Like the first 10 episodes, like it's okay. It's fun. Like it's not super yeah. great, but it's all right. And then when this happened, I thought the first thing I thought when the whole shield has been infiltrated by Hydra for a long, long time is, oh man, that show's going to get really good and right now. Did. And it did. It got super good to where people were like, I don't know. I watched the first time. I'm like, wait till you get after, the, after Captain America. Yeah. The I remember Soldier. you telling me that. And I was, I was like, like wait, all right, all right. And wait, then it, it does. Wait, it, it, it gets so good. Ramps up significantly. <laughs> and it's like, cause it's just like, Okay, we've introduced you all these characters. They've had real some some fun adventures. Now let's see what happens. And it turns out that one of spoiler alert, it turns out one of them might be an agent of Hydra as well. So it's really good. It, it, like Agents of Shield is I haven't watched the new season, which I also hear is good, but it, it, it literally started off being like, yeah, and then just kind of I think they just kind of had to ride it out and be like, we know what's gonna happen. Let's just let's just wait till it happens and then it'll, <laughs> it'll ramp up. Okay. Uh let's see who else we have. Uh, Emily, we've Van got Camp Emily Van Camp as uh, as agent, agent 13. 13 uh she did you know that as a child she was on that show are you afraid of the dark no yep wow turns out all right well there you go uh Haley atwell is in this movie with uh an you know, incredible no it's, it's not makeup really they used cg really to do that to her hmm. to make her old and make her forget let's Moving not on. talk i cry no i was that I is the this. most brutal moment that is maybe the most brutal and emotional Marvel scene movie. that is like it might be the most um, like it might it's definitely one of the most emotional scenes in any of them yeah uh it is heart-wrenchingly sad mm-hmm. i remember like being like in the, in the movie theater i was like i watched it here i was crying i oh, ran, i buddy. cried and i was like i know what's coming i'm preparing myself couldn't help it it is so and especially it's even worse because you're watching the scene and when you know how it's going to end you're like and i think chris evans really carries the scene because like his reaction is one that tells the audience like he's already been through this a couple of times yeah he knows that this he knows that this is gonna happen he has to like go he's he's prepared to start over and 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 it's just and it's just the whole brutal well it's just the whole idea that he has to like he's he's choosing to sit to there be with her and do this and to, and to he's already re- got enough stuff going on in his head yeah. and he has to sit there and do this and he chooses to because it's the right thing you're gonna make me cry because it's the right thing to do can't leave my best girl yeah oh my god it's so brutal it's so but it speaks volumes also about captain america as well 
Oh, it does. Um, okay. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Very briefly, but in here. I mean, and a little uh, more. He's sort of, sort, sort of, of in here. Voice uh, acting. Yeah, I mean, he. That's that's the character. That's what Doctor Zolar becomes. Yeah, no, I know. That's it's classic. <laughs> so it worked out. Um, uh, going further down, Gary Shandling comes back as Senator Stern from yeah. Iron Man Two. He's. Uh, may, may he rest in peace, Gary Shandling. Yeah, Other than his right. comic achievements, his one thing to nerddom. Is going up to people and, and I had it happen to me after this when I went to WonderCon Anaheim. Somebody I was wearing a Captain America shirt. Uh-huh. Somebody came right beside me, right in my ear, like fast, like uh-huh. a bullet. Went hell, Hydra. I was like, what the heck is happened? It freaked me out. Yeah, like, don't some, do that to me, or I'll hurt you. No, and I looked back I and I couldn't see Nazis. anyone. Like nobody was running away. Everyone was just walking calmly. I'm like, uh-huh. oh God. Um, we also have uh, interesting character in here uh the actor well he's not he's kind of an actor georges saint pierre who is a uh ultimate fighting guy uh bertrock the leaper he plays batrock the leaper yeah uh they just call him they <laughs> just call him batrock in the movie they don't ever say the leaper no but it, he's a classic stupid captain america villain <laughs> and he even wears a purple jumpsuit in the movie you're gonna be like, really bummed out with baron zemo in the third one. Oh no like it's so <laughs> it's not he doesn't wear that outfit I'm gonna oh that's disappointing he doesn't wear the it's cable knit sweater that goes all over his it's face it's a different they change his character quite but, a bit but i'm just, just gonna set that for just you the now, fact so you that they're like hey let's put it. let's put batrock the leaper in the cold open right, of, of right, the captain right. america movie such a such a dumb joke and it's so good uh one of the directors plays doctor uh, the writers play shield interrogators right I, later in the I, movie. I think there's two other minor roles. One that is just like, oh, cool, I love that guy. And the other one we're just like, wow, what a what a strange character acting performance. One is DC Pearson, yeah, who plays the Apple Store employee. Well, so okay, so so <laughs> those of you who are listening, let me let me offer you a, an individual or special perspective. Ian and I worked. What Ryan's trying to tell you is that we may or may not have worked for a fruit based company uh, at some point. May or may not have. So. <laughs> DC Pearson in this movie, like it hits too close to, <laughs> to home. home. Uh, it, it, not that it's realistic, it, though it's not unrealistic. <laughs> it just like it, it just grinds my gears, man. <laughs> what was his name, Devin? If you no, it's it's worse. It's than something that. like that. Oh, it's, it's like if you, it, I, I I've, will, oh, I've been, God, oh God, I've been Brian or whatever he says. <laughs> Oh man! And then uh, the other one, of course, of, of course, they probably pulled it from Community. Uh, yeah, Danny Pudi's in this. Yeah, well, very I, I almost wonder if that was a Russo brothers. Yeah. Poll. Oh, absolutely. Probably yeah. like, yeah, sure. Hey, do you want to be? You want to be? I'm sure they went up to Danny and were like, Danny, do you want to be in Captain America? And he's, and like, he's like, yes. He's like, why did you ask me? Why didn't you just tell me come be in Captain, Captain America? America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so that's that's the majority of the cast. We got our standard traditional cam- Stan Lee cameo. Yes, um, as uh, which is great <laughs> as the guard. security guard. Um, I'm so fired. So let's talk. Let's do a little bit of Marvel uh, history. A little Marvel history. Let's talk sure. about the Winter let's Soldier. Let's talk about the Winter Soldier because that was that that was a pretty controversial move in Marvel. Yeah. In Marvel so the Winter continuity. Soldier um, is actually a surprisingly new character to show up in a Marvel movie. Right. A Winter Soldier has only existed in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but but for the longest time forever, there was a hard rule at, at Marvel that Bucky stays dead. And so does Uncle, Uncle Ben and Bucky. Yeah, Uncle Ben, Bacon, Uncle Uncle ben, ben and Bucky, Bucky. stay dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and so... Uh, he wasn't brought back until it was Ed Brubaker. Yeah, in the two thousands, and he where, had like had like a hell of an idea. <laughs> basically, staked his whole career on guys. Let me do this one thing, please. It's um, going to be really good. I promise. Yeah. And and so he basically came up with this entire backstory, and and I I'm assuming we get more of it in Captain America: Civil War. Yes, we do. Bit. We yes, we do. Okay, There's cool. some. Some moments some in Captain America in that some people said they saw coming. I honestly didn't, and I I just didn't put it together, and I went, "Oh man!" And it gets real good. You no, know, it doesn't. Okay. I loved Civil War. I I, I haven't watched it since because I've been waiting. I'm waiting to yeah, see. I've never seen it. I'm gonna see if it, if there's cracks in it. Like and the I've one guy who's never ones. seen it. It's good. You'll like it. Yeah. Um. But uh. But so Winter Soldier is a a resurrected and potentially also frozen Bucky. He's got a robot arm. Uh-huh. Maybe he's kind of a super soldier. 
uh, and also amnesia. He's essentially a mercenary that he's that, bad guy they, Captain America. He's kinda, the, yeah. he's the nega cap. Kind of, yeah. He and they they bring him out when they need. To. I mean, what's revealed in this movie is that they bring him out when they need to. He is a he is a weapon essentially. They yeah. don't, he's not a person. He's like a weapon. He just person. happens to be Bucky. Yeah. It's not like it could have been Dave Smith. They could have got some other guy, but they found him, and that's who they made uh, into Bucky, uh, or into the Winter Soldier, I should say. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty big deal in Marvel and Marvel character, and also he eventually, after in the comics, I don't know if they're going to do this in the movies, but after Captain America died in the comics, he became Captain America for yeah. a, a period. Actually, of time. eventually in the comics, um, Captain America died. Again, or Winter Soldier died. Somebody died, and Falcon. Yeah, Sam became. Wilson is now Captain America. Yeah. They, they, they. Sam Wilson, I uh, apparently was super stoked about the idea of being in a Marvel movie, and had applied. And, oh, the dude and, who played him, you mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Anthony Mackie really was excited about being in a Marvel movie, and uh, so when he got Sam Wilson, he was really hoping that they'd use sort of the classic Falcon, like red and white, mm-hmm. and they based the Falcon more on the, um, the Marvel's ultimate universe. I think Sam's okay. Uh, we, get, also, we get there. We get but, there. But they also, <laughs> they also didn't give him the ability to communicate telepathically with birds. No. Which would have been, I think, hard to explain. I think, I think in the later movies, I want to say he, they do have a little like homing bird, like his little bird oh, friend. Okay. Is like a, oh, I'm sure he can use the same sort bird. of ant type. Yeah, thing that Ant Man uses. Kinda. Uh, it, it's I don't know. it's uh, you'll see. It's something right. where they, they give him some ability to have well, a bird pet friend. Sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, I would want one. So, but yeah, well, let's talk about Falcon too, because yeah. I mean, that's a that's an, another like like they're doing a good job with this movie. They bring in more characters from the Marvel universe mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily like that are that are important to the character, but aren't necessarily for, called like top tier. Yeah, sort of sticking to the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. Like, it's, let's take it's our mostly B like material B and, and C list characters and, make and making them, them cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next is, movie is a extreme example of that. Because <laughs> um, if you'd have told me that would have happened, well, yeah, I wouldn't have Galaxy. believed that. And then if you told me there was going to be a Disney theme ride about these characters, I'd been like, "You're crazy!" I can't believe that they did a Guardians ride before they did a Captain America. Or well, Iron Man ride. there you go. But people love are. people love these. 2017. Guys. What the what world we live in? <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the theme, the the MacGuffin and the themes sure. of this movie. Uh, so, uh, Ryan, what is a MacGuffin? Tell our yeah, tell we the boys and we girls use MacGuffin pretty loosely, um, but it's a Alfred Hitchcock sort of filmmaking term uh, that generally means the thing people are trying to get it, it, mm-hmm. in action movies and a lot of action movies. It, it's the, the driving force of the movie. Everybody's after this, this one, you know, ring or, or yeah. this one arc of, arc the, covenant. of the covenant. <laughs> so yeah. there are two examples for you. Uh, so what is it for Captain America, the winter soldier? It's shield. Uh, yeah, I would say, I, I mean, I would say it's, in a sense, you could say it's Nick Fury. Uh, in a sense, you could say really the overall thing. I mean, the 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 story is is lit. I want. I think we're going to spend some time on themes tonight because there are a lot of themes. I'm realizing when I was yeah, watching this. There movie. really are. Um, it's hard to like nail it down for for one thing. I I want to say almost like the idea of of what freedom is okay like there's a lot of talk this is about, a it's sort of an incontrovertibly somewhat political movie there's not like a real it's f- kind of a political thriller there's not really a, a physical item i mean i guess for a while it's captain america but well and for not. a while it's 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 the the three helicarriers that are gonna yeah kill all i mean the there's not really a physical this is one that doesn't really have a physical MacGuffin that i could easily point except to for in it. in the last act the physical MacGuffin is replacing the server blades yeah on the but three. again but that's I mean, I think the themes in this movie, there's one, one yeah, power, like what is like, cause the idea that they, they, they posit is that Hydra has infiltrated shield because they were hired on, which happened in real life, not, well, not in real life, but they hired former like Nazi scientists. And yeah. Nazi, I, that did happen. So that in happened real in real life, yeah, but, Project no, Paperclip. but there's no, sh- there's no shield, no sh- yeah. but they, but that that's based on actual historic events. Project but, Paperclip is, is not fictional. No. Yeah. Um, and so they, uh, so the idea that they not only didn't like be like, okay, we're on this side now. They were like, okay, we're just going to infiltrate shield from the inside and, yeah. and, and, and take this down. Um, and the idea that people, 
Like the whole Dr. Zolar speech is is really like it's kind of scary almost. Yeah. <laughs> Where he talks about how Shield was all about just wanting to basically or no, I'm sorry, Hydra's all about basically what wanting to give freedom by relieving freedom by like giving yeah. protection by relieving freedom. Yeah, which is actually uh, like right in line with the speech that Loki makes right. at the beginning of Avengers. Right. And the idea that people they realized obviously in the first movie and Cap in, in the in uh, first Avenger that people don't like it when it's just taken from them yeah. and so they basically spent all these years to make them fit be like okay I will trade away some freedom for safety mm-hmm. and that's it's it's scary because in a post I to be Mr sociopolitical that's all right but in a post 9/11 world that has happened quite a bit oh yeah it has um and it, it the idea of is safety like like they got to the point here in this movie where they're talking about basically we let people were saying yeah we're willing to trade away this freedom for safety for the promise of safety and so that's how hydra is now able to to basically okay you have done this for us fantastic now we're going to use it against you um and it's yeah there's actually a benjamin franklin quote that that represents this mm-hmm. uh and he said that those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither yeah. I, and, and it's it's there's also a big theme and that comes back to another theme of trust in this movie. Mm-hmm. Captain America doesn't know who to trust any and not, not only because Nick Fury tells him not to. But even in the beginning, he's like, you know, I'm in a different world here. You are saying that this, even when they think this is the right thing to do, you are saying this is freedom because you're basically pointing a gun at everyone saying you're safe. We got you. Yeah. Everybody, we got these guns that can kill anyone on the planet and you're safe. So Shields got something you. bad. We get them. Right. But it's like it's like, yeah. It's it's the same thing as like the atomic bomb. It's yeah, we got these, but what happens when those falls in, falls into the hands of the people who want to use those against other people? Yeah, or, or what happens when you and I have a disagreement? Yeah, basically but but, boiling it down to the simplest terms. Yeah, it's like if you have those things and you promise that I'll always be safe, but what if I disagree with you about what that means? Right, and there's a lot of of even, and I think that comes back to also what you're talking about with with Sam, and also I think what what's happening with Bucky is he has. This new person is saying, yeah, you can trust me. I'm your friend. I got you. Like, you, I've been where you've been. And he's very apprehensive to get, like, like yeah. you know, to, to give to get close to somebody. And we also see that, too. I mean, that's that's kind of what's going on in Cap's world in general because Black Widow's like, oh, you should date this girl or this girl or this girl. But the re- reminder is that everyone he loved died, yep. and that's going to happen. And, and the one so woman best that he loved ki- the most is is can't remember him for more than a few minutes yeah Yeah. and it's and so like when you're seeing that that thing that's why that scene is in there yeah to drive the the point home that this is why cap is having problems not only adjusting but also to letting people in because and the one person he sees who does know who should know who he is yeah doesn't remember him at all Mm -hmm. and it's it's there's a lot of like heady emotional stuff for a movie about a, a super soldier man with a shield yeah like i don't know i i i, I everybody's was, really lonely in this movie it's true and and people and you get little inklings of it little little hints of it yeah. of of sort of cap specifically cap with falcon and cap with black widow just like trying to forge a connection of humanity yeah but then even then it's it's still intruded by the constant specter of we have to go fight yeah. You might die. I might die. Yeah. Uh well, see you later. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh I mean it's a tough world to be in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when you just came into it. You didn't you yeah. didn't grow up in it and you're just trying to catch up. Um so yeah, I mean the the themes in this movie are off <laughs> of more than any other Marvel movie. There's a lot to talk and think about. Yeah. Like we really wrote down everything and sat down. We could probably be here for two hours talking about well, the themes of and, Captain and, America, the Winter Soldier. And it 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 and the last movie are both sort of in a sense war movies. Yeah, and and um, not to soapbox too much, but it, but I think that the best and the most successful war movies are the movies where war doesn't come out as a glorifying awesome thing. Yeah, where at the end you're like, oh, war is hell, man. I know. Uh, I just watched and- Major Pain last night. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't seen it since I was like eight, and it was on HBO, and Chewie and I were like, let's do it, and. It did not disappoint. Is better than Space Jam. <laughs> that should that's be on the box. Hard. That's not better hard, than Space uh, Jam. That's not a hard bar. Anyway, uh, but but yeah. So <laughs> but, yeah, I but, mean, I, but major pain. No, by the way, that movie is full of like 
other war movie references oh, that as a kid you don't get but as an adult you're, you're like, like oh, that's like, an apocalypse uh, now joke <laughs> dumb um, but it's an apocalypse now joke but like on it's it's funny because this is a superhero movie and the main character wears a big star on his chest and stripy stripy tummy and has a shield that he throws around it's but it's it's sort of an emotionally really heavy movie it is also offset by several incredible action sequences oh man i would i would <sighs> like the, and and that's the thing that gets me about the movies that it's referencing the the Patriot Games, the Three Days of the Condor. Like those are also tend to be very hard hitting, just kind of hardcore, rough uh, action sequences. And that's the thing. Like you you feel the way they shoot these action sequences, which makes sense that they got these guys. You you're right there. Yeah. Like there are not long shots in these action. You know, they're not wide shots. They are. You are right up in there. You are handheld camera. You are flipping around. Right. Um. But I think uh, I was trying to think of all of them. There's uh, cold open where they descend on it. They take the the ship. Yeah, which is a which is a great way. Cold open is that that James Bond like we're just in it. It's happening now. Now an action sequence is the movie is on and and now somebody's getting punched. Right. Uh, and it makes perfect sense to do a James Bond cold open. Um, the one thing overall this movie does well is, my God, they did good use of Captain America's shield. Yeah, like, they did. Really good. Like, we saw a little bit of it in the other movies where he was throwing at people and stuff, but here it's like ricocheting off stuff. There's a it's part where somebody's shooting him with a minigun and he uses the shield to reflect the bullets on other people. Come on. <laughs> That's so good. Come on. You got to love Captain America to think of stuff there's, like that. There's multiple times where he throws the shield, it gets lodged in something, and he does something else. And then after a few minutes, he comes back and grabs the shield after yeah. where it was lodged. Like, this movie has object permanence. Not all movies do. Right. Uh, which is, it's kind of impressive. Uh, As before in the comics, the shield became magical. It yeah. Always return to him. Well, it fly is with the it. magnet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. What's the is the second? The this second made me want to consider sequence. buying an act uh, uh, and uh, making a dumb purchase and buying like a replica of a uh, Captain you America would shield. Too. I want one too, so bad. Uh, second action sequence is. I think I want like an unofficial Etsy one because they seem way way higher quality, <laughs> but they're about the same price as the seventy fifth anniversary official one, which has scratches and bad paint uh, on it apparently. Um, the next big action sequence is Samuel L. Jackson gets to have an action. Sequence oh man! In an insane car chase with his <sighs> super truck. And where we first see the Winter Soldier too. Oh man, yeah, that yeah. is that is. And, and the Winter Soldier flips. just flips that van. Dude, uh, flips oh, that, truck oh, over. that moment where he's like, they keep hitting the glass, and the, and the car is like, uh, there's like low, like thirty percent integrity of this. He's like, not yet, not yet. And, and then he, he pops up a minigun out of the center out console. of the center console. Oh, it's so cool. And then the, and, the, and the, the good thing is they do have a joke in there. Is there any uh, systems operational? Air conditioning is fully functional. Great, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's great. Um, the entire and then the. the the elevator fight. Oh man. You know, it's, you know what I really like about that elevator fight is everything that leads up to it. Yeah. Like they could very easily have just done it, but they spend, it feels like five whole minutes. Right. Just packing dudes onto this elevator. Captain America, like noticing, around, like noticing people sweating, sweating people with hands their on their guns, guns fidgeting. And, and finally he's just like, so we're going to do this. And he's like, Oh, it's so good. If any of you want to get oh, out, if anybody wants to get out, <laughs> Now's the time. Are you going to do this? Oh, man. And it just goes off. They use those like magnet things. That take oh, man. Wall. That fight is nuts. And then he jumps out the window. Yeah. And they're like, all right, close the, the, the doors to the garage. We Nobody out. And you see him rocket out on, on a his motorcycle. motorcycle. And then he takes down a, a Quinjet yeah. with a shield. <laughs> like, this is incredible. Like, it's he doesn't, again, doesn't have a magic hammer, isn't a big green strong guy, and doesn't have a, a, a super suit. He's just a dude with a shield who's strong. Yeah. I can jump kind of higher than most people. <laughs> but man, he's taking, he takes out a freaking Quinjet yeah, with, a, with a shield. Oh, man. Oh, so awesome. Um, and then let's see, what else do we have? Uh, and then we have sort of a lull for a while. Yeah, we have the kind of the story beats. We have them going to the mall and then they go through the, and then they, they well, go they to the, see, they see Fury die. Yeah. Fury shows up in his apartment. Uh, they that see happens Fury before die. the elevator scene though. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, and so then, yeah, then they're Fury on the run. Fury die, quote. <laughs> um, and then they're on the run and then the part where we get more, a lot of and story then we get, And then we get beats. Zola just, just monologues like yeah like yeah it's it's not a it's not a superhero movie no but the villain definitely has like a 10 minute monologue <laughs> well it is a superhero movie you caught superhero. me monologuing like um <laughs> actually i really i wanted to, i really really like uh the the technique that they use basically they they use montage to 
during Zola's yeah. sort of explanation of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so cool. Yep. Like they've definitely they definitely got some graphic designers and they got some people who have experience in in the the thing that montages were really invented for, which is you know, music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they really just man, it looks so cool. And it's literally just this robot talking for tw- for 10 minutes but you get a you get a super solid sense of, of exactly the plan and right and it looks really neat um uh, and then everything gets blown up and then that happens and then they get out they get out um and then they head where that's when they go to sam yeah um and so that's and that's when they uh, and that's and that's the sit well and then that's the fight the on car chase the car chase that. and the fight on the thing which is straight up from Patriot Games. By the like, way, there is like that same freeway was used in Patriot Games. I am sure of it. Fun Marvel moment that I really enjoy when I watched the movie initially is when they said a name in in that movie that I've never heard said in the MCU before, and I was like, "Ooh!" And it was so quick. It's such a throwaway moment, and you're like, "Huh? What?" Stephen Strange. Yeah, they go. We have allies in everybody. This person, this person, Stephen Strange, like Bruce Banner, Stephen Strange. Like, what? What? <laughs> like for, and for, at this point, we didn't know that a Doctor Strange movie. No, was on the no, horizon. no. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Are they going to throw Doctor Strange in there? Turns awesome. out, yes. Yes. Turns hey, out, yes. Hey, hey, past Ian, it's future Ryan. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> that was another one of those event. Not follow my knees, Avengers, but another moment where I was like, ooh, like a little hint. It's something to come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they haven't had magic really very much in this universe. No, yet. not really. Uh, besides um, Thor. Uh, but oh, but that that. The fight scene with the cars. Oh man, yeah. Oh, and like the Winter Soldiers or Bucky. Yeah, well, either way, that's yeah. the right answer. Um, like just throwing people around. That's when. Oh, we forgot the one action sequence I really loved. Short. Sure. It's when Fury's in gets shot in Steve's apartment, and he chases down. He's chasing oh, down yeah, yeah. Bucky, and, and he throws, throws the, the shield, shield at him, and and like Bucky catches it. And like it's, you can see it vibrating. It's like what? And he throws it back, and then it hits and Cap, knocks and Cap, like, back. knocks Cap back. That's the moment where you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> no. That's the Darth Vader moment. They're like, who is this guy? And they got to after that make the shield strong again and make it take out a Quinjet. Yeah. Um, so uh, did you ever notice, uh, by the way, that that if you look at Bucky, he's like the anti Captain America? Kind of, yeah. Because his helmet covers the bottom part of his, his face, face and not, not the top. top. Part. It's true. Um, it's cute. And he's got that like Soviet star on his arm. Yeah. yeah. Um, which eh, backstory? Uh, so uh, it's just a red star, as far as I'm concerned. Eh, mm, <laughs> Russian we'll text on his file. If we'll you didn't get notice there. that, I did notice that. <laughs> uh, and so then, and so that, then and that's when the guys come down. They're firing guns. He, he Bucky goes after Black Widow, and like well, and that and Black Widow is like holds her own against all oh, these absolutely. bad guys and against Captain. Oh man, and with of course she does. America. Of course she does. And yeah, no, she's great though. Like, yeah. uh, and she even she tricks Bucky with her cell phone, shoots him with a rocket propelled grenade. It's a pretty good <laughs> moment. Um, and, and Captain America, the whole, and it's, it's great because at the end of that fight scene, she's like, I'm shooting Bucky with a grenade launcher and Captain America's like, well, wait, no, that's my friend. And she's like, hey, uh, look, buddy, you can't, everybody <laughs> can't be your friend now. I know that you're new to this thing. You can't just make what friends with all the guys. It's literally an action sequence, by the way, with Captain America in regular clothes. Yeah. With the shield, which mm-hmm. there's something that there's something that listen, there's something to be said definitely about having the, the, the superheroes in their superhero costume. The X-Men yeah. movies know what I'm talking about where they don't do that very much mm-hmm. and it looks kind of silly. It gets, can get a little much. You don't see that really in this and seeing Captain America just in regular s- civilian clothes with his shield. You're like, oh, like, I mean, if you it's a special it, moment. <laughs> if you think about it, he's he's almost the only Avenger who can do his Avenger stuff in his civilian clothes right. like Iron Man. Can't Iron Man without the suit? It's true. Hulk becomes the Hulk, Hulk. and that's how he does the Hulk thing. Right. Thor exists, right? Yes, but but Captain America cannot be wearing his outfit and still be doing Captain America. One stuff. of the things that's not an emotion, not not a action beat, but I want to bring it up because I just remembered it. The and it's an emotional beat is that point where he goes to the Smithsonian and sees the oh, Captain yeah. America exhibit. And it's funny because there's a there's a there's a, a video I watched from a, a series I think we both have watched uh, called Every Frame of Painting where uh-huh. they talk about. Uh, music and score in movies. Oh um, yeah, and they talk about like, okay, like, like the interview bring people like, hum me something from Star Wars, sing me something from mm-hmm. from this or this, and they go, okay, do something from the Marvel movies. No, there's nothing, and it's very, very like kind of bland stuff. But they they point out a moment. They go, what? Well, watch the scene from Captain America: Winter Soldier, and it's the whole thing where they have the voiceover talking like Captain America was Steve Gary Rogers. Sinise. Was this, was this. Is that Gary Sinise? That's Gary Sinise. Oh well, okay. Like, I, well, I guess Lieutenant I can't, Dan. I guess I can't say to cut out Gary Sinise, but. I, but but they show the same scene. 
here's just the ju- no 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 voice just music and like watch which one works better and the music yeah. one by itself and, works way better and that piece of music is the theme from first avenger yes yeah. which actually is probably the more mem- well it's, one of the more yeah. memorable the captain it's, America it's an alan silvestri theme um so uh, I, I love go, that bit where he's where he like the kid looks at him with yeah. the wide eyes and he just so. does the shh <laughs> It's so great. Oh man, um, that's that's how, that's how I want Captain America to be. To be like, yeah, I'm at an exhibit about myself, and I'm not going to tell anybody. But I'm. But that's even more heartbreaking because is that an exhibit about himself? Not because he's like I'm Captain America, but he's like I just want I miss the people I miss that my I pals. Knew. Yeah, that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> it is. Poor Cap. Um, okay, so then we have. Uh, so then they get captured. They get. They sneak out. They go and they get. And that's when they decide to infiltrate Shield. Yeah, uh, the Triskelion. Yep. Yes, I remember all the names of oh, the buildings. Man. And and then that's the the final fight, the yeah. whole big the whole big show. And the thing is, you never see Captain America and Robert Redford punch each other. He no. that's the thing. He, he doesn't do that. Um, and you see him fly, him going from the different hell. It's the scale again. One man. Yep. In a it with a shield, jumping <laughs> between out flying aircraft giant carriers, flying aircraft carriers, with, taking him out with computer cards. Then him and Bucky fight, and they and like. Is that moment where he's like, I'm not going to fight you. You're my yeah, friend. Yeah, and they have that, oh, that, that part's sad. It is. But and then like, he helps him. I'm not going to fight you, and then he, he beats the crap he out of him. He somehow remembers. And you can tell, like, there's moments in here, too, where, where Bucky starts to remember yeah. a little bit. and Bucky's resistant to it, to the yeah. idea of remembering. And then also, at the, at the same time, But Bucky you have saves the, his life at the end. You have the, yeah, he does. Yeah. But you also have the, the great um, Black Widow pretending to be that lady on the security uh-huh. oh, council. The, the, oh, man. And, and the <sighs> part where she just, where she just, Punches Robert Redford right in the face. Oh man, that's, that's then, good. Like and then somebody Fury shows up so and then somebody tries to does, double cross him. Somebody does punch yeah. Robert. Well, they, well, in the face. Fury okay. shoots him twice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's at the end. <laughs> Would have been easier if they did that earlier. And then uh, crossbone. Well, what's the? I don't remember that. Yeah, crossbones. Crossbones and, uh, and Falcon fight. Yeah, without sort of costumes. And then Falcon's like. Uh, bad things are happening. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> on the 40th, they don't print the numbers on the outside of the building. <laughs> yeah, there's good quips. This movie's got some. Good it's quips. got some good humor in it. Um, but that whole entire action sequence is pretty incredible. Just a lot of things falling and exploding. It's huge. It's, it's great. It's it. Re- you really, really feel a sense of scale. Yeah. In that one, uh, I, I sort of question the idea of putting the computer inside of a glass dome at the bottom <laughs> of of the the helicarriers. Boy, does know. it sure look neat. <sighs> yeah, it does. <laughs> It sure does. I can't argue with that. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the movie kind of like ends. We, we well, we, and then Nick Fury is Fury no more. Yeah, he he, he burns all. He his burns stuff. his eye patch. By the way, did you notice the sunglasses the, uh, on? Did you notice the, you the yeah the 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 Bible verse on his um on his tombstone? Is it twenty five? Yeah. I will smite thee down. What is it? What does it say? It says it says fury. it said uh, the path of the righteous man. Yeah, dot, that's dot, all it dot. Says. And I was like. That's a, for those of you who keep in score at home. That's a reference to Pulp Fiction, Fiction. to, to uh, Samuel Jackson. That's great. I'm glad that Mar- I'm glad that Marvel let them put that in. like in the oh, Disney. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We owned Miramax for a while. It's fine. <laughs> um, Nobody s- can copyright a Bible verse. <laughs> What are they going to do to us? This reminds me of this episode I just watched where yeah, it was, yeah. uh, there was, I don't know what, it was like trying to sneak into the plan or something and there's a giant spider and he goes, to to overthrow the spider's curse, sir, spider's curse, simply quote a Bible verse. And he's like, uh, thou shalt not, uh, <laughs> Jesus wept. Anyway, yeah, that's the easiest one to remember. Um, um, or thou shalt not kill. Pretty yeah, sure that's, that's a pretty that's, good that's, one. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, but then we see, yeah, and then uh, the end of this, like Black Widow's appearing in front of a, a council. Agent Thirteen is firing. We see crossbones. So they give you kind of little well, little montage of all the people who are uh, like, one "What's of the going on?" That I didn't catch for several times I watched this movie is that the montage of Agent Thirteen and Maria Hill and stuff like that. All of them are applying to work at different places. Yeah, uh, Agent Thirteen is going to work for the CIA. CIA. Maria Hill's working for Stark. Yeah. Uh, so they're all like, basically, they don't work crossbones for Shield is anymore. At hospital. Yeah, he's at hospital. <laughs> he's he's going to go to army after that. <laughs> The gorilla is for sand racing. <laughs> I want these. These are my trophies from Army. Uh, they really don't like articles and Arrested Development. Oh, um, so, uh, and then we get... You're killing we get, me, Michael. And then we get... The <laughs> you're killing me, Buster. Um, so, and then we get the... Uh, the them going... They're going to go after Bucky. They're going to find him. They're going to yeah. figure out what's going on. Yep. And then Falcon we get the two... And, and, and Cap. Then we get the Avengers tie-in. Literally, we get the Avengers tie-in. Yeah. The show... Uh, what's Baron, Baron Zola? Is that right? No, no, no. It's uh, Varen von Strucker. Stry- Str- uh, Strucker. That's Varen right. Varen von Strucker. Yeah, and and, and the the Wonder who Twins. actually ends up being a pretty big character on Agents of Shield. Yeah, he was on Agents of Shield. Um, the crazy thing is, like, and when we get to Age of Ultron, but I'll mention it now. Like, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like literally like crosses right into Age of Ultron. Like the beginning of Age of Ultron is like a cold open unless you've been watching unless Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield, cause cause then you know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and so that's when we get, uh, speedster and magic girl. Yeah. We see Quicksilver and, uh, and, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch, which yeah. is, which is, which again was, was very like, Whoa, cool. Yeah. Well, I was like, everybody freaked out and yeah. like, oh, what the heck? heck yeah. I mean, that was the first time we have people with superpowers. Yeah. Like besides the Hulk. Yeah. But they're, but they're, they're like, that aren't, that aren't like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're basically mutants. Let's be honest. That's what they are. They had to call them um, miracles. Was there a, was there an after credit sequence? Yes, I'm trying to remember. There was because that's a mid credit sequence. There was. What's it's, the after credit it's, sequence? It's Bucky. Bucky in the Captain America exhibit uh, walking up to her and says, uh, yeah. Buck, uh, Jim, uh, "James James uh, James Buchanan Barnes yeah. and learning about himself." It's like, ooh, what's gonna happen? So he's still. We know he's still alive. Basically, yeah. is what we're saying. And um, so yeah, and that's when the movie ends. You know what's great? You know what I love about this movie? This movie's really good. It is. You know one of my favorite little jokey bits? What is it? At the very beginning when he pulls out the list of things to check out. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I looked it I up. I looked it too. Uh, I love that it's Star Wars slash, slash Trek, Trek and then Wars is crossed out. Uh, <laughs> Nirvana, Band, Rocky, 1976. And then there's a question mark next to Rocky too. Yeah. Uh, but Steve but Jobs on that you know list. Did know that different international releases had different things on that list? Really? Uh, so I have a list here. Uh, I thought it was interesting. One the, of them better have what I let hope me get it's there. Gonna have. Let me get there. The UK version lists the Beatles, Sean Connery, and Sherlock 2010. The Australian version lists ACDC, Space Travel, Steve Irwin, Skippy, and Tim Tams. All right. I, I um, like that they changed it up. Although I would have appreciated to see the Beatles on the list. There, yeah, but whatever. Or uh, Elvis? Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> the Italian version mentions, and I'm only going to mention the ones that I recognize. The Italian version mentions, among other things, uh, Ferrari's victories at the F1 Grand Prix and Roberto Benigni. Okay. The French version mentions the 1998 World Cup. Uh, the Fifth Element and Daft Punk. Okay. The Russian version lists Yuri Gagarin uh, and Moscow Does Not Believe in Tears, a movie that came out in 1980. Uh, the Bra- Brazilian version um, lists uh, Shusha. The the have you ever have you ever she's like a TV host. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. And Ayrton Senna, the the race car driver Senna. Um, the the South Korean version mentions the movie Old Boy. Okay. Uh, oh the, man, I don't want those in caption. Watch that. Yeah. You'd be uh, like, what's wrong with Oh, that movie's dark. <laughs> the Spanish version lists Rafael Nadal and Chupa Chups. Okay. Uh, and also uh, the the uh, a couple of Nobel Prize winners. The Mexican version mentions um, mentions another Nobel Prize winner and astronaut Rodolfo Neri Vela, who's a Mexican um, astronaut. The Latin American version, like the general one, mentions Shakira. Uh, (laughs) and it also mentions alexander pierce and nick fury working in the u.s embassy in bogota yeah like it actually has that plot point early in the movie in the latin american version Mm -hmm. which is very interesting i thought that was very interesting there you go um but i I think it's funny that they changed that list depending on what country the movie is i think that's pretty cool i was like they better put the beatles on something good god (laughs) i was mad i was like really Really, we're putting Nirvana over the Beatles here. Hey, like, I love Nirvana. Don't but, get me wrong. But, I get but I the mean, cultural like, importance. I mean, like the Beatles. Ryan, just, just think of the generation of people that Cap is talking to. I understand. Yeah, they're they're Gen Xers. They're going to say the Nirvana, of course. Nirvana was the like, Beatles. What is this noise? Yeah. <laughs> he's still listening to records in his apartment for God's sake. I listen to records. Yeah, but he's listening to like. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. I like that stuff too, but I also like Nirvana, and I can I, understand yeah. the difference between the two. Well, I mean, how is he going to feel about Daft Punk? Um, <laughs> well, he has some experience with robot people. <laughs> so I don't yeah, like that's that. That's true. Bad. Robot And rock. the French. Yeah. He's like, is this um, that jumping guy <laughs> again? <laughs> jumping around? Uh, so, all nimbly bimbly? All right, Ian, I, I want you to do your final thoughts. What are you, what's your final thoughts on this? Man, game? this movie's great. It, uh, it, it I, this, is. I've, I've only seen it a couple times. That's not the first time. I think I was just too tired to like really fully appreciate it. Then I watched it again. I'm like, this is like better than a superhero movie has any right to be. Uh, it's. It's really good, and if any if anybody is like, this is one of those that I think you could almost watch on its own merit. Uh, I mean, maybe you have to know the Avengers stuff and at least watch the first Captain America, but I, I like it's just so well written. It's not even like a sequel. Like it's it's just it's just another story. It, it almost feels like just another story. Yeah. Um. It is. It is the best, if not the top 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 two of the best Marvel individual character sequels, if not the best sequels uh, that mm-hmm. they've done. Uh, it's, it's super good. Captain America's had really good sequels. Yeah. Um, I would rate this 
in the top top tier of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely. Um, if not the best, all right. So if not the best movie of of phase of phase two, I have to watch Guardians again. Yeah, and I'm going to see that it's between those two, between which ones one and two. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you think about it? Well, I wanted you to give your rating. Oh, my rating. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make you go first. All right. I hate so, going first. Um, okay. So my rating out of 10, let's see, I'm going to give it nine. I'm going right. to give it a solid nine. It is pretty, pretty close to perfect. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like if I give it a 10, then it's like, well, it's perfect forever and I can never touch it again. Uh, so I would say I'm going to give it like a solid, like a nine. Like yeah, a that's fair. Nine, nine what? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Oh, easy. Nine shields that take down quid jets out of 10. Yeah, all right. All right. That's, <laughs> that's one thing you can do. I yeah. gave you so many left. Go you did, continue. You uh, no, I, I think that like it was, it was the movie before this one. Thor two had some problems, and I think I remember when this movie came out. This was it. It felt like this movie was make or break for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was like, hey, we kind of had two. I, I don't think Iron Man three is a clunker, but a lot of people did, and so a lot of people were saying like, man, we got two clunkers in a row, three three bad ones, and and they're done. Yeah, and this one really, really brought yeah. it back, and it was nobody, like, "Oh crap, this movie's super." Nobody good. argues this is not yeah. a great movie. This is this is this could work. I think this could function as a gateway movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It definitely could. A lot of people who who hadn't yet gotten into it saw this movie and were like, "Oh man, what have I missed? Mm-hmm. I got to go back and I got to catch those other. I got to catch up. I got to see what happened think in you Captain America and Avengers." First Captain America and this one without watching Avengers, I think it's possible. No, I think you could, but I think that people who saw this movie were like. Well, I'm gonna go see the every other Captain America movie. Right. I feel like this was the movie where Chris Evans became an international megastar. Yeah. Where where 13 year old girls started putting <laughs> posters. My niece, who is 13, literally is like Chris Evans is is the hottest man in the it's world. Always and I'm like, don't tell me this. It's that's weird to know. I've learned. I've learned there are four different types when it comes to the it's Marvel the four Cinematic Chris's. Universe. No. 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 It is there. No, when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic okay, Universe, there are just four types. In there are the Chris, the, the Chris Evans, there are the Chris Pines. Or no, I'm sorry, Chris Pines. The Chris uh, Hemsworths. Yeah, I just, I just did to myself. I trolled myself. Played myself. The Chris Pratt. Um, then there are no. Oh, I forgot about Chris Pratt. Good point. Okay, there's five. There's the Chris Pratts. Uh-huh. Then there's the two smaller subsets. The one who are like, I have a silver fox crush, and his name is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and there's the I have a weird goth girl crush, and his name is Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry, his name is Loki. <laughs> Forget Tom Hiddleston. His name is Loki. Nobody loves Ruffalo, man. He's my no, favorite one. Nobody he's loves the Ruffalo. Uh, he's the greatest. <laughs> Maybe there's some. Maybe uh, there's some, right? <laughs> there's, there's hope, hope. for Mark. Re- for Mark. For Ruffalo. No, uh, no. I, I thought we were talking about. I thought we were going to talk about the four Chris's. But no. let's let's wait till after we've gotten uh, the third Chris in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> yeah. Universe before oh we can go there. Um, um, I I love Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans is awesome. I think he's great. Uh, I think I think this movie is awesome. I yeah, I agree with you. I can't give it a ten because then where do I go from there? But <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think a, a nine. Um, nine of those just laser cutters that just cuts the hole in the bottom of <laughs> those the, are pretty rad. Just just right in the bottom of the, the of car, the van, through, just through, through, straight through, through the concrete. No, well, I'm I'm assuming that they just happen to be right over a manhole both uh, times. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess so. convenient. Um, Maybe it's got a metal detector in there. Sure. Uh, nine nine of those out of a possible ten. This uh, is blockbuster, blockbuster for sure. without Wash question. It. This is like if you haven't seen a Marvel movie, see this one. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you, especially, man, if your dad hasn't seen a Marvel movie, this is the one to watch with him. Yeah. This is the one that will convince your dad or convince your, your, your. If your dad is not a big superhero fan, so, uh, this so will be the one. What we're saying is if you have an older person, if you have old people, older people in your life and they're like, oh, superhero movies, those are for kids. Watch this one with them. Yeah. And they, and they will be like. They will disagree. Well, okay. Well, what I, about I would imagine that anything Captain America involved would make like, a, I, I, I mean, Show a baby boomer this movie and watch them, or this or the in the first one and watch. Yeah, and watch no, them but I think that this one, I think this one's better, and then show them the yeah. first one. Um, okay, so uh, then uh, there's not really much back at the ranch content. I don't really have much going on in the movie world. I haven't really seen anything. I'm just kind of waiting. We, for, we, I'm just we talked wait. about Wonder Woman. Sp- Wonder Sp- yeah, great. last time Sp- Spider Man's coming out soon. I'm getting more and more excited. I, I'm getting I want it to less be good. excited. I want it to be good. I'm I'm burned out on Spider Man movies. I'm not. This is what <laughs> Spider Man. Doesn't matter. Three Spider Man one. <laughs> 
Yeah. What? What? I mean. Yeah, which, but this kid. How many Spider-Man movies have there been? This is the sixth Spider-Man movie. Ryan. In this, this kid is so good. No, at it. I don't doubt that he is. But I mean, he's better than the other two. But he got Spider-Man in 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 what was probably forty minutes of footage. I saw more Spider-Man than I've seen in any of the other Spider-Man movies I've seen. But I think that he's think a that, kid. I think that as I've gotten older, the appeal of Spider-Man sure. has gone down. Absolutely. As you get older, the appeal of Spider because you don't relate to much as. Because I'm not in high school. Anymore. Exactly, but yeah. you. But the one thing I will say is this. Here's here's my problem. Well, we'll let me give you my Spider-Man breakdown. Toby Maguire. I found out my friend was Spider-Man. I would not drop a Lego Death Star on the ground. <sighs> Toby Maguire. Here's the. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Toby Maguire. There. It's it's like a political spectrum. Toby Maguire was my Spider-Man. Yeah. Toby Maguire. No. Toby, here's my opinion. <laughs> I liked Toby Maguire when I first saw him. Toby Maguire gets the emotional beats down. As cheesy as those movies are, he gets the emotional beats. Yeah. But he doesn't get the smart, alecky, quippy side of Spider-Man. Not too much. That's Andrew great. Garfield, too good looking to be Spider-Man. <laughs> he's like, he's really, Ryan, in that first movie, there's a butts. point where they play a Coldplay song and he's skateboarding. He's skateboarding oh, in an on. abandoned warehouse and swings from chains on the roof. That's too cool. Exactly. Spider-Man's not that cool. But the one thing Andrew Garfield does do well is the quippy side as well as well established. But he's too cool. One is too dorky. One is too cool. Tom Hiddleston. This kid is right. His name's not Tom Hiddleston. Oh, it's Tom um, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. That's right. Hiddleston's a whole other guy. Oh, yeah. Tom Holland is right in the middle and he does it perfectly well. Just dorky enough, but also like just smart alecky enough. I mean, I I, I like how he's been kind of. Kind of got that awkward thing in the trailers. It's good. Can I? You want me to spoil a joke from you for Civil War? No, I don't. Oh, man, there's a joke that you'll. There's a joke in there that you will appreciate because you'll be like, not only am I an old man, but okay, this kid's Spider Man. All right. There's well, moments in well, that well, that just make me my heart smile. We're not that far from Civil War. Yeah. We're we're a scant four movies away. <laughs> four, four. So two months away. Yeah. Not that far. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Well, guys, that is gonna wrap us up for uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh, so we're almost out of phase two. We got th- well, no, actually, we're on the middle point of phase two. I keep yeah. forgetting that phase two ends with Ant Man. Yes, I always it does. think it's the. I always think the Avengers movies are the caps, yeah, but yeah. they're well, not. Well, they were supposed to be, and then Ant Man got delayed. Uh, yeah. So, um, what are we watching next time, Ryan? Guardians of, of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. All right, we're gonna join Star Lord and all his, all his, all his pals, all the, the trash pandas, and yeah, <laughs> there's a Star Lord waiting for you in the sky. <laughs> oh God. He'd oh, like to come I'm and meet sorry. you. I'm sorry, David, wherever you are. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, so come watch the weirdest, strangest outlier of the MCU where we start to get strange next time with us on Super Action Bros. We watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.